Hey, if you want to watch more football, your local NFL on CBS games are streaming live on CBS All Access. Start your free trial right now, cbs.com slash NFL. That's cbs.com slash NFL. Enjoy the mailbag. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's Adam, Dave, and Jay. Adam Azer and Dave Richard on your Saturday mailbag. Hope your Friday night was awesome. Right now it's Friday afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern. We are pre-recording this. Please keep that in mind. We'll do our best to catch up on the news. But mostly this will be just emails and obviously anything that breaks tonight or tomorrow. Any news that breaks, like hopefully nothing else breaks, like a vase. Dave, we wouldn't want that to break. How about an arm? Ooh, that'd be even worse than a vase. What about if you broke your arm trying to give your wife a vase full of pro flowers? Nice. Nice. You you whiffed on the pro flowers opportunity this morning. Yes. But you didn't there. Way to go. I learned from my mistakes. That's why Sammy Watkins will be my number one receiver for the <laughs> We are looking forward to that. Sammy Watkins, even with a concussion next week, would be Dave's number one wide receiver. So your emails, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. First, some news updates, stuff that we know. Randall Cobb will be a game-time decision. Jordy Nelson expected to play. When we previewed the game on Friday's show, we previewed it as such. No Cobb, yes, Nelson. Tyler Eifert is out. It looks like Jordan Reed will play. Jimmy Graham looks like a game-time decision. Maybe same thing for DeMarco Murray. Sam Bradford's out. And Dave, you wanted to talk about the Ravens' running backs. It's going to be a mess. It looks like Terrence West is going to play. He practiced in full on Friday. That's a really good sign for him. But these two are probably going to take work away from each other. I don't think it's as simple as saying Terrence West rushing downs, Buck Allen passing downs. Bucks had more carries each of the first two weeks of the season. Making matters worse, besides these guys taking work away from each other, is the status of guard Marshall Yanda. He is out for the year. This is an all-pro guard. He is their best offensive lineman. Might be one of their top three or four players on the entire team. He's really good. Replacement-level lineman Tony Bergstrom taking over for him. Difficult matchup against Jacksonville. Really wouldn't want to trust either of these guys. If I had to, it's going to be Allen. He's healthier, catches the ball a little bit more. And like I said, he's had a few more touches than West each of the first two weeks of the season. But I I really think they're both like flex options, number three running backs. Maybe if you're in a desperado world, you'll put them in your lineup. I think what's, uh you know, you look at the Jacksonville run defense, doesn't look good right now. They've given up so far through two games, 4.6 yards per carry, fourth most rushing yards per game. What you're hoping for with Baltimore, and I don't think the Jaguars' run defense is nearly that bad, it's, I guess my point, but what you're hoping for is what you saw last week with Tennessee. Baltimore would be blowing Jacksonville out and running the ball to end the game, and Derrick Henry would get that late touchdown. Jolson Fowler got that late touchdown. Maybe that's Terrence West and Buck Allen. That's it's I also guess, a Tennessee offense with a good line. Yeah. And certainly run focused team. I think they're still, I think Baltimore will still try and run the football, but it's multiple guys. It's not one guy and it's, it's not a good offensive line compared to what it was when this season started. Actually, it's not as good as it was when the, when training camp started because that's when the Ravens had depth and lots of decent players. 
Uh, one of their guys retired, John Urschel. Uh, another guy got hurt, and now Yonda's hurt. So it's mm-hmm. it's not an ideal situation for these Ravens running backs. And that is why, if I am playing daily fantasy football on uh, on my draft app this week, I am not going to be using a Baltimore Ravens running back. In fact, I already have uh, I, I already have done a lineup this week, and I do not have a Ravens running back. I have Ty Montgomery and Le'Veon Bell or something like that. I remember I, I announced it on uh, yesterday's show. Pretty good lineup. I'll probably do a few more drafts over the weekend. Why? Because they're really quick, and they're really fun, and they're really easy, and they're snake drafts. And you can compete against up to 10 people, or you can do even smaller leagues. You can play for a buck. There are different types of drafts out there on the draft app or playdraft.com, by the way. And I think you're really going to like it. In fact, I know you're going to like it because I know you love snake drafts, so there's no reason not to do it. And uh, it's just a different way to play daily fantasy. No salary caps. Snake drafts. Set it and forget it. You don't have to manage your lineup. And draft will even notify you with some injuries uh, to make sure that you don't have players in your lineup that aren't playing. So it's a very cool feature. Get on draft right now. Download the app. Join a game in minutes or play at playdraft.com. And for a limited time, any new player gets a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. But all you have to do is use the promo code FF today. So play a real money game for free just by using the promo code FF today on your first deposit on Draft. Search Draft in the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com. Promo code is FF today. Here we go with the emails. This is from Mike from a city in North Carolina that's not Charlotte. Fayetteville. Dear Albert, there's a Fayetteville in North Carolina? Yeah, I think so. Isn't that Arkansas? I think there's one there, too. Dear Albert, Charles, Stephen, and Thomas. Those are scientists. Scientists. Oh. Yeah. Standard scoring league. I need a wide receiver, two and a flex. So pick a wide receiver, two. I won't even have to read the other names. Jordy Nelson. There's your wide receiver, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now for the flex. Alshon. Devontae Parker. Lamar Miller. Kenny Galladay. I think it's going to end up being Parker no matter what, even if Janoris Jenkins doesn't play against Philadelphia, uh, assuming that Devontae is healthy and ready to go. And and I think early signs point to him being able to play. It's a great matchup against the Jets. Nothing to sweat. Jay Cutler looked good in week two. I think I think Devontae Parker is the upside play and also not much of a unsafe play. Some people might say, well, Alshon's a little safer if there's no Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think if both these guys were to not score, I think they'd be pretty close to each other in yardage, and that's what matters here. So Parker has the upside. This is from Matt. Tyra Williams or Kenny Galladay, PPR? I like Galladay uh, as a shot player for, for the Lions. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. There's a lot of matchups I like underneath for Detroit. Uh, did I mention that I think Detroit wins this game? Yes, by the way? On, on Friday you did. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think you're going to see the Lions take a couple of shots at Galladay, and I think he'll be in single coverage and should be able to come down with at least one long grab. Hopefully, it's in the end zone, and uh, not really buying into Tyrell Williams being a consistent threat for the L.A. Chargers passing game. Definitely concerned about that draft pick of Tyrell Williams. It's only been two games, and one of them has been against the Broncos, so we should lighten up. But I just like to see him be more involved. What I'm actually doing in the, my Tyra Williams leagues is trying to acquire Keenan Allen. One, because I think Keenan Allen's great. But two, because I'd like to sort of handcuff them. And I think if Allen does get hurt, and we've seen it two years, twice in his career, uh, Tyra will be really good. 
the one catch is that Mike Williams is trying to work his yeah, way back. And if Keenan Allen were to get hurt, Mike Williams could end up getting some nice targets too. All right, this is from Keegan. Hey, Bill, Hank, Dale, and Boomhauer. That was now that wasn't that good. Damn it. Uh, damn it, <laughs> I, I Bobby. Think it sounded good. Damn it, Bobby. All right. Uh, <laughs> full PPR league. Starter sit. Start one, sit the rest. All right, who's your favorite here? Mike Gillisley, PPR. Gillisley, uh, Gillisley quiz, Chris Carson, theoretic. You know, you initially think about Gillisley, and then you realize it's a PPR league, and then you look at everybody else that's on the list, and you go, you know what? I don't care. I'm going with Gillisley. Carson's got lots of upside, of course, but we don't know that he's going to end up being the every down back for Seattle. I don't know if it's going to be an easy matchup for him either. That offensive line is going to get retooled for the game. Ode Abushi is going to end up playing guard, I believe, for Seattle this week. And Theo Riddick has that great matchup against Detroit, but, or against Atlanta rather, where you've seen pass catching running backs do well. It doesn't mean he's going to score. It doesn't mean he's going to get seven or eight catches. Gillisley won't get seven or eight catches. He might not even get one, but I think he'll end up killing the clock for the Patriots and certainly getting a chance to score from one yard out. We've seen that in the first two games. I know it's Houston, tough run defense for sure, but they've given up goal line touchdowns already this season. Leonard Fournette has one, and I think Gillisley has a decent bet to get another. All right, this is from Adam and Tosa. T-O-S-A, is that a thing? Or is that an abbreviation? I don't know. It's from Tosa. Don't know. Tosa. Tosa. Yeah. With an exclamation point. Yeah. Tosa. Tosa. <laughs> Dear Steve, Eddie, Waldo, and Carl. Dave? I'm blanking. Oh, really? I did a wow. Steve, Annie, what? It's uh, it's Steve Urkel. It's Family Matters. Huh. I need to start three of the following wide receivers. Waldo receiver. on Family Matters. Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. He's Eddie's friend. What? He's a big goofball. He's like the dumbest guy. Was that supposed to be a spinoff of Die Hard? By the way. No. Because the cop. Die Hard. <laughs> Spin-off of Die Hard. Like, I think that's what they were going for is this, no, you know, unjovial cop that shot somebody at the end of Die Hard to save the day has a family with a wacky neighbor. Come see what they're up to Fridays on another network. Yeah, good call. Alright, here's the question. Start three of the following standard scoring. Martavis Bryant. One. Tyro Williams. AJ Green. Two. Stefan Diggs. Marvin Jones. We are not expecting Sam Bradford to play. He's out. I mean, He's out. Keenum is going to be under center. And I this is a tough one for me. I think I'm going to say Diggs. I like the fact that Case Keenum had more practice time this week. Difficult matchup, sure. But I, I'm not wow. buying into Marvin Jones like Jamie is. Jamie has bought into him, and he's talking about how he scored a touchdown in his last four games. He also had one catch last week yeah. for 27 yards. And I think Diggs is, is bound to rebound okay. against Tampa Bay. And I think there's a chance it could be a decent scoring game. So I would pick Diggs. All right, Dave, this is your first mailbag. It's our third one. I'm just, you're, we're going to have to go a little faster. Uh, just to get you out Sorry. of here. Yeah. Now look. I'm trying to be thorough. We do long podcasts now. That's kind of our thing. Uh, this is John and Appleton. Dear Matt, Scott, Don, and Seneca. Those are former Packers. Correct. Packers. Good job. Uh, I wanted to give a segment name suggestion to something you talk about on the podcast. You mentioned high upside players that need a lucky break. You call them lottery tickets, like Jamal Charles. L- low upside but more stable players, like Chris Johnson, should be called scratch-offs. What do you think? 
I like it. Yeah, easier to win, but you don't win big. I like it. All right, lottery, lottery tickets and scratch offs. John I and I kind of like Chris Johnson this week, by the way. You do? I kind of do. I think he's running back two or three. Okay. Uh, I think he's is... the best rusher that Arizona's got at this point. It looks that way. This is Trom from the fifth most populous city in the U.S. Um, Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> Who would you start this weekend? Mixon, Carson, or Abdullah? PPR. Mixon, Carson, Abdullah. I'll go with Abdullah. Match up against Atlanta. Should get some catches, three, four catches. Looks like they're giving him the ball a little bit more than I thought they would, too, which is nice. Why not Carson, though? Because I don't know how much work he's going to get, and I don't know if the game script will be similar to what we saw last week. I'm going to be embarrassed here by not knowing how to pronounce some of these words here. Uh, this is from Peter Piper, pick, picked with which pickle? Dear Dill, Gherkin, Kosher, and Kornikon? Kornikon? Uh, you got me on the last one. Yeah, never heard of it. Those apparently are pickles. Tricky running back situation. Start two of these three. Abdullah, Fournette, Buck Allen, PPR. I'd sit Allen. From Angela, Stafford or Simeon? I love Stafford this week. Stafford it helps is. that the Falcons' defensive line is going to be without some starters. From Sal in Brooklyn, grade the trade. Give Keenan Allen and Isaiah Crowell. PPR, give up Keenan Allen and Crowell. Get Emmanuel Sanders and Ty Montgomery. I think if you're getting Ty and Emmanuel Sanders, it's a B plus. Oh, okay. Look at that. I graded it the right yeah. way. Yeah. Well, there's only one of you here, so you kind of had to. Lalo from Miami. Should, should I tell the truth? Yeah. This is an inside thing for everybody that's been listening for a while. I purposely botched the grade. <laughs> oh, no I, kidding. I've been able. I totally understand how it works, and I've been doing it in my mind the right way for like six wow. or seven years. But I botch it on purpose. You don't say. Everybody Until is shocked. Until today. Everybody is shocked. Aren't the bell bags fun? No yeah, I'm going to give all sorts of insider things on these things. No rules. No rules. I'm just going to give. Here's another one. Jamie Eisenberg likes to podcast wearing Crocs. Does he really? And, and a rainbow wig. <laughs> I can't believe I fell for the first part. Lalo from Miami. Hey, Antonio, Jerron, and JJ. Those are Browns. No, wait a minute. Yeah. No, they're not. JJ's a Nelson. Oh, I think he screwed up. That's my guess. I think he meant to do He meant Browns. to say John instead of JJ. Probably. Antonio, Jerron, and John. Pick a running back and a flex. PPR. Chris Carson, Joe Mixon. Mixon over Carson. No! Yeah. What? No. Mixon over Carson. We don't have no, you don't know what Carson's workload's gonna be, but we know what Mixon's workload's gonna be? I think he can catch more passes. I know what? No. Fine. We'll go with Carson. Carson. I'm looking at him in my rankings. Alright, another inside thing. Sometimes I have to go and make a guess on a starter sit without looking at the rankings, and then I've gotta go and look at the rankings, and they're back to back in my rankings, Uh. and then I gotta make a call. (laughs) <laughs> right on the spot whether or not I'm going to stick with what I said. My gut said to go with Mixon. Okay. All right, fine. Uh, flex. Other running back, J.J. Nelson, Diggs, or Crowder? Nelson. Ryan from a town in the Hudson Valley in New York. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, my town. You're telling people where you live. I have people know where I live. Grade the trade. Have you ever had anybody come, like, look for you in your town? No. No. It's not that small. Have you ever had anybody call your house? I don't have a house phone. I don't have a house phone, Dave. Yeah. 
Ryan from a town in the Hudson Valley, Sleepy Hollow, says grade the trade. My quarterback is Cam. I went out. I traded Carlos Hyde and Martavis Bryant for Aaron Rodgers. Oi. Oi. It, it gets better. Well, I, but you gave up a lot for Aaron Rodgers. But it's then he much. he turned Rodgers into Wentz and Le'Veon. So he tr- oh, wow. he traded Hyde and Martavis Bryant for Wentz and Le'Veon. Plot twist. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess all's well that ends well. I'd go with Cam over Wentz this week. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a B minus from Javier. Well, no, I mean you get an F on the first trade and an A on the second trade, so it's got to be a C. You got to average the two. You got Levy on. You got the best player in fantasy. That's uh, why he got an A on the second trade. Fine. From Javier, grade the trade. Mike Gillisley for Demarius Thomas. C. That's an even Steven deal. Edward from Detroit, grade the trade. Give up a Jai, get Demarius Thomas and Doug Martin. I think that's pretty close to an even, Steven. Might be a little bit too much giving away Jay Ajayi and doing it so quickly. After one week, I'm going to give it a C plus. I have a lot to say about Jay Ajayi. In fact, let's do that right now. I was going to say let's save it, but I want to read this one email if I can find it real quick. It's about Ajayi. You look for the email. I'll give another behind-the-scenes fact. Okay, go ahead. Podcast. Our podcast studio is a former office. That's true. It's yeah. an office room. Right. We don't really There's have wires a everywhere. And I'm in a different state. And Adam is in Sleepy Hollow, New York. All right. This, is, this email is from <laughs> Justin in a coastal Cali town, but he's in the Big Apple for the weekend. Good nice. for him. Dear Einhorn, Finkel, and Ventura. We know That's that. from some movie about a detective of some kind. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to make a weird call here. I think I'm wrong, but are you familiar with that movie? Yes, right? Yes. Are you familiar with Breaking Bad? No. All right. Never mind. Not going to make Great a call. Great call. You guys talk about handcuffs. Why is Jay Ajayi's handcuff never discussed? Chronic knee issue, not practicing this week. Um, any chance he rests, and who is the handcuff, and what is his value? The problem is that if Jay Ajayi gets hurt, it will be a situation akin to David Johnson's in Arizona, where it's not going to be one guy that just steps right in, gets that same workload, and is off to the races. They have two running backs, Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake. They're okay guys, but they'll split the workload. And I think between them, they won't be as effective as Jay Ajayi. So one Jay Ajayi, and I've got my hands out like I'm eating a big giant burger, is better than two little backup running backs. So I wouldn't, Williams, spend a, Williams. I wouldn't spend a roster spot on one of those backup running backs when I could find somebody else or running back on a different team who I could put into my lineup in case of a uh, dire emergency with Jay Ajayi. I, I don't think it's a terrible call, though, because I'll tell you why. If Jay Ajayi went out with an injury, Damian Williams would be a, a hot ad. Now, Kerwin Williams was a hot ad, and he turned out to be a total dud, so you could be right on that regard, but at least you give yourself the chance. And Ajayi before the season even started, was dealing with knee injuries. And, before his NFL career started, he was yeah, dealing with knee injuries. Yeah. And they don't have a bye. That is weird. They're going to play 16 straight games. I don't Honestly, I don't know if that's ever happened in NFL history, <laughs> since, or at least since bye week started. I, I don't even like, – I don't know the history. But that's difficult. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot to ask for him to get through 16 straight weeks uh, with a banged-up knee. 
I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thought. I think the deeper the league that you're in, the more appropriate it is to get the handcuff for one of those running backs that doesn't have a good guy behind him. Okay, I'm going to read a few more emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com after I tell you about some home security. It's very, very important. I pay a lot for home security, and I wish uh, that before I did that, I wish I had known about Simply Safe. Simply Safe is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com, and the URL is simplysafe.com slash FFT. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash FFT. They've got a great offer for you on a summer security package. You're going to get a hundred bucks off what's already very, very affordable home security. So, uh, go to simplysafe.com slash FFT. They have got everything you need to protect your home. No long-term contracts, no installation costs, no hidden fees. Simply Safe's 24-7 professional monitoring is $14.99 a month. Tremendous, tremendous deal for home security. So go to simplysafe.com slash FFT. Get $100 off. Outstanding. Simply Safe. Simply with an I. Simplysafe.com slash FFT. Dave, I have some team names for you. Team- oh, good, because I need some. All my team names are called Dave. Team Name Tuesday on a Saturday Bonanza Edition. Okay, this is all about the bonanza. It's from uh, Ted. I tate the bonanza. Deontay pick a bonanza. Mac the bonanza stop. And the bonanza curse, as in Jermaine curse. Uh, They're funny. Those are some pretty good ones. And then from uh, Dave in Greenville, South Carolina. Team name Tuesday on a Saturday, the Bilal Powell edition. Powell movement. <laughs> <laughs> and Bilalzebub. It's good. You like the Powell movement? Is, yeah, Powell Powell was very funny. I have, of course, don't forget to bring a Powell in my terrible two quarterback league team. My most, I think that was the league that I came out of uh, the draft thinking this is my best team, and it might be my worst team because it had David Johnson, and my two quarterbacks were Mariota and Wilson, and I have Doug Martin, so I'll probably be zero and three. So hooray! Should I start uh, Jimmy Graham or Charles Clay? Standard scoring. This is from Justin. I think you should bench Jimmy Graham and go to your waiver wire and see if you can get Benjamin Watson, see if you can get Eric Ebron, certainly Jack Doyle, who I think is going to have a solid game. I'd go in a different direction than either of these guys. I don't think Graham's going to play. I am not sure if he even practiced on Friday. That's something that you can check on if you go to a sports website, preferably one run by a major network (laughs) in the United States. Yeah, so he's talking about ours. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, the other guys. And I'm trying to see if Jimmy Graham practiced. Um, I don't know if that information no. is out yet. Uh, well, it just says he'll be a game-time decision. He may yeah, have practiced. that's usually not a good thing for a guy that didn't practice two of the three days. And they have a 4.05 p.m. Eastern kickoff, which stinks. So uh, next email, I don't have a name, Dave. It's Francis. Francis says, hey, Bart, Ray, Terrell, and Peter. Those sound like Ravens players. They sure are. Which three would you start out of this group? C.J. Anderson, yes. Yes. Jacquez Rogers, Buck Allen, Derrick Henry. Interesting group. We should rank them. Anderson's going to be number one. I just received word that Marcel Darius will not play for the Bills. That's their big defensive tackle. That'll help the matchup a little bit for C.J. Anderson, I think. And then from the other three, I think the one that I'm least excited about is Jacquez Rogers. Might get the most carries of the three between him and Buck Allen and Derrick Henry, but I don't like the matchup. 
and I think he's a touchdown or bust type of running back, whereas the other guys, Allen and Henry, certainly have a chance of getting some decent yardage. From Ryan, grade the trade, 10-team league. Give Ajayi and Demarius Thomas, Ajayi and Demarius, get Le'Veon and J.J. Nelson. Ooh. This one's closer than you think. I think I'm going to give it a straight-up C for fair and average. Okay. Ajay and Demarius for Le'Veon and J.J. Nelson. When when John Brown comes back, let's hope it's soon, who's going to be the better wide receiver, Brown or Nelson? I think it'll be Nelson. I think he's earning it. I think we've seen it both last season and this season, and I think we're going to continue to see it. This guy's good, and he's fast. Mm-hmm. This was my favorite Azer strategy. John Brown, yeah. J.J. Nelson. And I think it's going to pay off. You only needed one of the two guys to pay off. I think it's actually my second favorite behind uh, Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams. You you weren't on the Ravens one? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I remember talking about the Ravens one. <laughs> from Brendan. Where's Brendan from? Brendan is from Jersey City, New Jersey. My buddy and I want to start a Dynasty Best Ball League. We're looking for advice. Have you played Dynasty Best Ball? Do you have roster or rules suggestions? I think you run a best ball league like you would any other fantasy league. You just don't have the whole lineup setting deal. You collect players, you put them on your team, whoever you have, whichever ones do the best, those are the ones that you get credit for. Uh, we've had discussions here, another behind the scenes, we've had discussions at CBS Sports about offering that type of a league to people who pay for the commissioner league. And I think it takes a lot of the stress out of fantasy football. We have a we have a world where there's lots of stress going on. For example, I ordered lunch. It's not here yet. I'm getting worried about where it is. Big problems in the world. Uh-huh. We don't need fantasy football creating additional stress in our lives. So a best ball format, while it takes that crucial decision making process out of things, at least you you know you you get credit for the good players that you have, and it's more about building a great roster, not necessarily about who you start and who you sit. As for the dynasty part of it, um, if you do it now, it's a little weird timing. You might want to wait till the end of the year. You have your draft before the NFL draft, and then you draft your rookies after the NFL draft. You do a supplemental draft right before the start of training camp, and then you're rocking and rolling. Dave, we'll finish off with just a few emails here. From Matthew, should I start Jameis Winston or Trevor Simeon? I have Simeon ranked higher. From... Somebody from Middletown, Delaware? That's Josie from Middletown, Delaware. She writes all the time. She is on a vacation far away. Standard scoring, pick two running backs. Crowell, McCaffrey, Buck Allen. Crowell, McCaffrey, Buck Allen. I'm going to sit Buck Allen. All right. And Matt W., dear Doug, Willie, and Josh. Suspended players, I think. Ah, yes. Is this the game to start Ted Ginn against his former team, the Carolina Panthers, would you start Ted Ginn over Stefan Diggs? I don't know if I've got the stones to start him over Stefan Diggs. No stone, no stones, Dave. Uh, another well, insider. Well, I mean, listen, you can certainly turn over the stones and see what's there. But what I can tell you about <laughs> Ted Ginn is that he's caught uh, seven of eleven targets for seventy-seven yards and no touchdowns. The longest reception he has through two games, and he's played both games indoors on turf, is twenty-seven yards. So. We loved him because of that big play potential. And with Drew Brees' offensive line not giving him the kind of time that he really wants, maybe Ginn can't really boogie downfield as fast. And I know it's his former team, revenge factor and all that. I would be, I, I would be nervous to put him in my lineup. 
So I apparently I'm in a league. You remember uh remember Hoyman? Yes, I do. He makes Justin's a good dude. He makes video recaps every week. <laughs> he is such a great commissioner and people are like cr- uh, flipping out, cracking up over it. I'm going to end the show and go watch this video recap, which should be great. I should also give a shout out to another great commissioner who sent us a, a note this week, Dave Eck in Chicago and his PTFFL uh, sent us not, not only a bunch of nice little goodies from the Chicago Bears, but also their manual. They've been playing fantasy for 23 years. They do a magazine each year for their league. Wow. Where they highlight each owner and they do it up. They've got this giant trophy. Uh, when you win your league, you get a jacket with a patch on it. And if you win your league again, you get a second patch to put underneath. They really go all out. They, they are a uh, gold standard for what a, a fantasy league with friends that have been together for a long time should be. We're all friends out there. I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this extra mailbag show, for contributing. Thanks for your emails. For Dave Richard, I'm Adam Azer. i got the radio show on Saturday night. Check it out, 10 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio until midnight. Later, for Dave, this is from Dave's request, full Le'Veon Bell song. Here it is. When I wake up in the morning, CBS gives out a warning about a Jai's up offensive line. Injury to Brandon Cooks, and before I even look, my opponent grabs his back up off the waiver wire. It's alright, I've got Le'Veon Bell. If the blues says it flex, I know I'm in a mess. Well, I better do my homework tonight. Reading Jamie Starter Sid, they say chart is legit. Ethan Adams shared a team, it was a dumpster fire. It's alright, I've